enjoy the long weekend without mentioning as to why we have it. So let me enlighten you. It's Memorial Day weekend. And Memorial Day is to remember and honor those who sacrificed their life for this country, the same country that you serve as Vice President. You were held to a higher standard. To not acknowledge the sacrifices by our fallen is a slap in the face to anyone that laid down their life for this country and anyone that lost someone serving it. Right now, America is honoring our fallen while you honor yourself. Long weekend isn't even close to what leaders of America should be captioning their posts going into Memorial Day, let alone posting a selfie at that. As long as you're vice president, as long as this administration is in charge, in my opinion, this country's not worth dying for. And I pray to God my husband never has to die for your freedoms because you don't deserve it. And I pray that as Americans, we never forget why we have the freedoms we have. And we never forget those that gave the ultimate sacrifice. And I suggest that you do the same. Well, that about sums that up. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. That was a young lady by the name of Alexandria Lanis. She is on Twitter if you'd like to check her out. Uh, Kamala Harris is getting torched for her stupid, ignorant tweet where she took a selfie and just put the words, enjoy the long weekend. I would say that pretty much tells you how she feels about the country. Not recognizing the people who fought and died for somebody like you, VP Harris, to give you the ability to go out there and make a statement like that because they died for your freedom is a slap in the face and it just shows how much you truly do hate this country. Joe Biden also had a pretty productive day when he gave his Memorial Day speech. <laughs> the number one president of all time, right? 81 million votes. Joe's the man more than any president in history. So you got to figure if you're getting 81 million votes you got to have a lot of people watching you because you're just a popular guy. People love you. Yeah, not so much. Uh, his speech on his White House YouTube channel brought in a whopping 7,300 people that tuned in. Out of those 7,300 people, over 1,000 gave it a thumbs down. It was around 1,500 gave it a thumbs down, and only about 200 gave it a thumbs up. So... Great job, Sleepy Creepy. Sleepy Creepy doesn't seem very popular. But yet, you know, when you see stuff like that, you're not allowed to question election results. You're not allowed to say anything about them. If you do, you're a kook, you're a conspiracy theorist, all those good things. I would assume that somebody who got 81 million votes, I'm sure nobody's dying to listen to what every president has to say. Not even Trump would get the same size audience that he gets in voting. But an address like that, Trump would have millions upon millions tuning in. When you're only getting a wah, 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 7,300 count watching a Memorial Day speech, yeah, that is highly suspect that you actually won the election. But again, we're not allowed to go into that. We're not allowed to touch that subject. But Joe was pretty popular this weekend also. He may not have done real well on YouTube for his comments for Memorial Day, but he did do a good job on being creepy, as usual. In case you didn't see it, I want to let you just listen to the audio yourself, and then I'll go into further detail. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm honored to be joined today by Governor Northam and by two great representatives of the Commonwealth, Congressman Laurie and Congressman Scott. And I want to thank... Uh, Thank you for all that you do to represent these service veterans because they're devoted to you. To the family members, the caregivers, survivors, oh, 
call Virginia home. I'm especially honored to share the stage with Brittany and Jordan and Nathan and Margaret Catherine. I, uh, I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what, I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady in her legs. <laughs> Brittany, you're doing triple duty as a veteran, a military spouse, and a teacher. <sighs> Can we get any creepier? It's a six-year-old little girl he's talking to. And she looks so great in her barrettes, like she's 19 with her legs crossed. Ugh, what a nasty, nasty perverted old man. You people that voted for him, ugh, <laughs> you got a lot of explaining to do. So I, I that, I guess, probably caught the most attention of his whole speech, because all you could think is pedophile at that moment. It, that is just disgusting. Joe Biden, you are a dirt bag. Imagine 81 million people voted for somebody like that. There's really no excuse to say that. Why don't you just compliment them in a normal way? You know, a non-creepy way. These wonderful children and their family sacrifice so much and they're so well behaved and thank you. No, no. We're going to talk about crossing your legs, barrettes in your hair, and tell a six-year-old, six Six year old, you look like you're 19. I don't know what Joe's seeing, but there ain't a six year old in the world that looks 19. On to something a little less creepy. The Huff Post reported over 100 Texas hospital workers sue employer over vaccine mandate. A lawsuit filed on behalf of 117 employees at the Houston Methodist Hospital claims they are being forced to subject themselves to a medical experimentation. Uh, More than 100 workers at the hospital in Texas have filed a lawsuit over the employer's COVID-19 vaccine requirements, which they say forces them to become human guinea pigs as a condition for continued employment. The 117 workers at the Houston Methodist Hospital, less than half a percent of the staff, claim in a lawsuit filed Friday that the hospital's vaccine mandate forced them to subject themselves to medical experimentation as a prerequisite to feeding their families. The suit, which erroneously refers to the vaccine as a gene modification medical experiment, targets the vaccine emergency use status by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, arguing that this hastened authorization may carry unknown risks. The suit also says the mandate violates the Nuremberg Code of 1947. This code for ethical medical practices was enacted to prevent human experimentation without consent following the atrocities committed by the Nazis during World War II. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm in 100% agreement with them. You're taking a vaccine that has no long-term studies. It's not even fully authorized by the FDA. Right now, it's authorized through emergency use only, which means it's not even fully authorized. So you're taking something that is not legit. You don't know what the future brings for yourself, for the young kids, for anybody, and you're being forced to take it against your will. That's absolutely wrong. I know here in Florida, Ron DeSantis is big on vaccine passports and making it where you do not have to prove whether or not you've been vaccinated. Your place of work can't ask you. Um, Right now, he's going to fight it out with Carnival Cruise Lines because apparently they're going to try to require a vaccine passport to board their cruise ships. And in his words, 
why make a law if you're not going to act on it? So he's going to go toe-to-toe with them, and hopefully the results of that will turn out good. I think they will. And this one also in Texas is a big case. If Texas can pull this off through the courts saying that employers cannot mandate that you take this vaccine as a condition of employment, believe me, it's going to start there, but it's going to spread across the United States and it's going to stop it dead in its tracks. And that's exactly what needs to happen because you shouldn't be forcing people to take anything anyways. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. All my kids are vaccinated. Although I feel like the vaccines that they give kids now is ridiculous and there's too many of them. These vaccines have been around for you know, at minimum decades, more, most of them have been around for almost a century. So they have been tested time and time again with very, very little side effects. Most of the time when they give these to the kids, they get irritated in the spot they got shot or they get a little bit of a light fever for about 24 hours and then they're fine. This one, however, you got three different companies or four actually, but three that are authorized for emergency use in the United States that are all different. They're having different impacts and effects on people. Some are two shots, some are one shot. Johnson & Johnson was causing blood clots. Now, either Moderna or Pfizer, I don't remember offhand which one, but I was reading an article where it's saying kids under the age of 18, in rare cases, it's having impacts on their heart, proving the point that you don't know the long-term effects. These are immediate effects once you get this vaccine. You don't know what's going to happen a year, two years, five years, ten years from now because you got this vaccine. We're going to end up like the movie I Am Legend. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't happen that way, but you never know. Before I personally would be comfortable taking anything like that, I would need to see long-term studies on what effects it can have in the long term, and then I would consider it. My understanding, and I am not a scientist, but viruses, as they continue to mutate, The way they mutate is always weaker, which means by the time they get around to getting these long-term studies in place, the virus will be no different than contracting the flu, which is about where we're at right now. So at that point, just like I don't take a flu shot, I'd have no interest in taking that shot. I'll let my immune system learn to fight it on its own so it doesn't hit me so hard. With that being said, understand that these are my personal choices. You know, this is a free country. And I'm all about that. You choose to do what's best for you and your family. As far as I'm concerned, that vaccine, it's not for me. And this next one from The Blaze. I generally don't like being that type of person that says, I told you so. But when it comes to groups like Black Lives Matter, I really, I wish I was there for LeBron James and all of these celebrities and stars that nobody cares about or all Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. I would love to be there for this moment to say, yeah, I told you so. We all told you so. You're an idiot. The clip that I'm about to play you is the founder of a Black Lives Matter chapter. He reveals in this video what the organization is actually about. Here it is. I was born in Minneapolis in 1985. We called the Northside home at that time, 18th and Queen. When I was two years old, My father was shot and killed. My mother wasn't able to take care of me, so I was raised by my grandparents. They told me that if I was going to change my life for the better, education was the answer. So I worked hard in school. I got into Hamlin University and earned a college degree, first in my family. Then I went on to earn a master's in education from St. Mary's University of Minnesota. I am living proof that no matter your start in life, 
Quality education is a pathway to success. I want the same success for our children in our communities. That's why in 2015, I was a founder of Black Lives Matter in St. Paul. I believe the organization stood for exactly what the name implies. Black lives do matter. However, after a year on the inside, I learned they had little concern for rebuilding black families. And they cared even less about improving the quality of education for students in Minneapolis. That was made clear when they publicly denounced charter schools alongside the teachers union. I was an insider in Black Lives Matter and I learned the ugly truth. The moratorium on charter schools does not support rebuilding the black family, but it does create barriers to a better education for black children. I resigned from Black Lives Matter after a year and a half, but I didn't quit working to improve black lives and access to a great education. Today, I serve as the president and executive director of Minnesota Parent Union. We're dedicated to helping parents move their children from failing schools to successful schools. It's hard work, and we're up against forces that don't want us to succeed. But success is possible. Just look at me and the hundreds of children and families we've helped to pursue a great education, break the chains of poverty, and lead a life of success. Black Lives Matter doesn't actually care about the black family or the black community. Big surprise. Uh, black Lives Matter, I went, I watched Glenn Beck, I did some research for myself, and everything Glenn Beck will tell you about it is absolutely true. If you go back and you dig in their website, especially at the time they've been manipulating and changing it since all of this came out, that they're against the nuclear family, their money doesn't actually go out to the community. It gets funneled through the organizations for causes that they deem worthy. You see the other co-founder, the lady that bought four houses totaling a few million dollars. Once she was done robbing Black Lives Matter blind, now she's stepping down and resigning, but she has a TV series and a book deal. So you can tell she's all about the cash. She doesn't care about her people. This guy actually saw what it was, decided to get out and actually start something that will help people in his community, getting kids that are in rough areas and in bad school districts, get them out of there, get them in a better district so they can get a better education and prepare them for a future. But Black Lives Matter, ultimately, from their mouths, not ours, is a sham. It's a joke. It's a terrorist organization. We certainly shouldn't be flying flags anywhere near an American flag like they've been doing at all of our embassies around the world. So we end up looking like a bunch of fools. And I know Kennedy and a few other senators are putting forth legislation to make sure that you cannot fly a Black Lives Matter flag with the American flag at any government buildings. And hopefully that bill will pass because you're flying a flag for a Marxist organization that wants to disrupt and tear down America as an institution, as a country. And remake the system into some type of socialist nightmare. So hopefully that one will pass too. But Black Lives Matter, oh yeah, LeBron James and all you people that were out there, Black Lives Matter. Black people's lives matter just as much as white people, Asian, Hispanic, everything. All of our lives matter. That's why when you guys said Black Lives Matter, we clap back with all lives matter. Because everybody's life matters. Nobody's better than the next. We're all the same. We're all children of God. We were all put here for a reason. So everybody's lives matter. You don't get to single out one above the other. So LeBron James, I told you so. We all told you so. You're just a puppet. 
You're just more concerned with how much money you're making in China and doing whatever you feel like you need to do to be more relevant, acting like you're some type of freedom fighter that's actually promoting the opposite. You people don't live in our world. Celebrities, they don't live in our world. They don't understand what it's like to be us. They live in their own little sick elite world where all of them pat each other on the backs and they all tell each other how great they are and they don't understand the core values of a true American. We love this country. We love the idea of the American dream. We like to go out and barbecue on Sundays. Some people fancy buying old cars. Other people like big houses. Some people, they had that little thing going on for a while there where everybody wants to live in a tiny house. The point is, we're free to do what we want to do. And people like you are not educated enough nor do you love this country enough to actually make decisions that are worth paying attention to. Everything that you say and every decision you make is actually easier to mock because it is so ridiculous and stupid and it always comes back and slaps you in the face. Just like this one did with your precious Black Lives Matter, which is no more than just a hustle to get donations from people so they're co-founders because you already had, like I said, the one lady bought four houses. Another founder, I forget his name, they said he spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on homes and prostitutes. And now you had another chapter where the president of that chapter had to get out because he saw that Black Lives Matter actually did nothing to improve the lives of black people. So let's cut the bull crap with all the black boxes and your little hands up in the air and all your virtue signaling because at the end of the day, it's a terrorist organization that is unraveling and people are finally seeing the truth. And last but not least, Dershowitz has a lawsuit against CNN for defamation, and he says it's not about him. It's about misleading thousands and thousands of people. I mean, big surprise from CNN, right? Like, every broadcast that they put on is misleading. Everything they say is a lie. So Dershowitz is going after them. Uh, and, you know, that's one guy right there that he knows the Constitution. He knows the law. He knows America. That's a dangerous guy to come after you because he's going to know what he can't or can't do to you that will be successful. So if he's coming after you for defamation, you better believe he knows it can stick. Legal scholar Alan Dershowitz told Newsmax American Agenda on Friday that his lawsuit against CNN for defamation is not about me. It's about misleading thousands and thousands of people. Dershowitz said that his suit which CNN filed an unsuccessful motion to dismiss, is not about me. It's about misleading thousands and thousands of people. I said he could be impeached if he committed crimes. They doctored the tapes to make me say the president couldn't be impeached even if he committed unlawful or illegal conduct. They simply distorted my words. The judge looked at it. He said, no. They don't get the benefit of fair reporting privilege. They didn't accurately reflect what I said, and I'm going to be able to prove it made a deliberate, willful, malicious decision from the top down to doctor my tape in order to make me say exactly the opposite of what I said. Further down in the article, Dershowitz said they knew what they were doing because they acknowledged that I had done a very good job defending the president and they wanted to undercut that. And so we will be able to depose Jeffrey Zucker, the head of CNN, will be able to depose those who made the decision to edit the tape and will ask them why would they take out the words unlawful and illegal all of your viewers just heard me say the only thing that would make a quid pro quo unlawful is if the quo were in some way illegal. 
They took that out deliberately in order to turn my statement from black to white, from white to black, exact the opposite of what I said. Dershowitz added, he'll be very happy if he wins this case. That article was from Newsmax. It's not disclosed in that particular article how much Dershowitz is actually suing CNN for, but hopefully he'll win and maybe that'll be the final nail in the coffin for CNN because they've been bleeding viewers so badly as of recent that I don't think it's going to take much to finally shut that propaganda site down, which is exactly what needs to happen. And I would have to say, I know you're not supposed to bask in other people's misery. However, seeing Don Lemon, Chris Cuomo, and the rest of those misfits on the unemployment line, I, I, I would just be a liar if I didn't tell you it would just make me giddy inside. <laughs> that wraps it up for me today. I hope you're having a good Tuesday so far. Uh, I will see you again on Friday. Keep in mind that Friday I will be launching the video part of the podcast, so it's going to be an ugly Friday for you for sure. If you want to find my podcast, I post links on Twitter at LJCONSERCRN, CloutHub, Little Joe CC, Gab, Little Joe's Corner, and Parlor Joe Little. You can also look me up at Little Joe's Conservative Corner on Buzzsprout. God bless. Have a great week. See you on Friday. Oh, 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 oh,